0: And Mary J. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Mary. yes. 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 Well, if you didn't know, my name is Kel. And my name is Anna. And you're listening to. Cognac, Cognac Cupcakes, Cupcakes and Conversations. CCC is a podcast with a
0: twist. Cognac. And stimulating conversation. What about the cupcakes, though? And the cupcakes, too. (laughs) I ain't see the cupcakes. Yeah, (laughs) because it's not just about us anymore. (laughs) And we're striving to promote awareness of issues affecting our communities. In short, it's It's a vibe. vibe.
1: What up, y'all? So if you haven't noticed already with the Love Changes intro, Mm -hmm. we are talking about moving in with your significant lover yes okay yes, and how the love will change mm-hmm. and what you need to expect you know expectations versus reality
0: A word i always think of that wale video when i hear that that oh, phrase. The, the, the summer of oh, yeah. uh,
1: that, uh, not the summer but the video was based off the movie 100 Days of Summer, or 100 yeah. Days of Summer, or Yeah, which is a
0: crazy movie. But anyway, yeah, yes. that's another situation that explain, exemplifies love changing. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're going to be talking about boundaries and bills and just things. Boundaries and, and bills, yeah. Yes, girl. And things to think about before moving in with your lover. But before we get there, we're going to talk about our motivational quote for the week, okay. which is by pa- Paolo. Cohello. Cohello. Coelho? Oh,
0: Paolo Coelho, yes. yes. Which is um, a
1: writer of one of my favorite books. I believe it's one of your Mine favorite too. books as well. So, um, the, quote, the Alchemist, <laughs> The Alchemist. Um, the book, excuse me. The quote is, real love changes and grows with time and discovers new ways of expressing itself. Yes, I love that. Indeed, indeed, girl. Are oh, you going to hit us to this virtuous and Righteousness? Tita. Yeah, yeah, we're going to jump right on it.
0: All right, so we are back, and we're ready to talk about this ratchetness and righteousness. So uh, Mm -hmm. did you have something you wanted to share? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right, so I wanted to start off with, of course, the ratchetness, and it's not too uh, joyful, ratchet conversation. Mm -hmm. Now, have you heard about the two young kids that died this week? Um, So the first one was a young man by the name of... Nigel um, I don't know what his last name was Um, Nigel Shelby He was 15 years old And he committed suicide Because he was being um, uh, Bullied for being gay Um, Apparently um, You know He was tired of the bullying And took his life I'm not exactly sure how he took his life But it's just really sad to see that And then the next sad thing that I saw as far as that goes, was actually a young girl who was 13 years old who um, was on life support because she got jumped outside of her school. She was 13 years old um, in middle school, and her mom was uh, talking about it on the news. She was um, from Houston. I I feel like both of them, one was from, she was from Houston, and the young man was from, he might have been from, Lord let's see where he was from Alabama yeah and so with the young girl she was on life support and basically what she told her mom was that she got in a fight with two girls they were teasing her they hit her and beat her up and then another girl came and kicked her in the head oh man afterwards at the end um, and then, um, she was on life support role. Fortunately, unfortunately today she was, um, pronounced dead. Oh my gosh. I she was died. Single,
1: and then I would kill every single child that was involved. Right.
0: She died. And it's like, for what? And the, and the, the, the twist in that story is that she actually had a tumor, that had developed in the back of her head. And they're not sure if the tumor was there. that was the cause of it, but the trauma. But the trauma, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure there's probably something connected to it because there was actually, let me read it verbatim. Um, The family had no, oh, um, excuse me. So they found out that there was a large tumor in the back of her head and she had fluid building up in her brain. So they had actually gone a couple days uh, without addressing the situation She had came home Told her mom what happened Everything seemed fine that Saturday um, And then she started to feel delusion Seemed delusional to the family And then she told her mom Like mama my head is hurting I got a really bad headache I just want to take a nap And that's kind of where You know she told her no, don't don't you sleep. Can't sleep. The, like yeah. the, like stay up, and then she like was unconscious by the time the paramedics came, and that's the last time she got to talk to her
1: daughter. Oh my gosh, Tell that is her so to sad. Yeah, that is so sad, and that's so unfortunate. And you know, usually I'm not like for hard penalties for kids, but mm-hmm. when a child has died from your y'all you know, need to know that this is serious. serious. Right. So I feel like they should be charged as an adult
0: yeah yeah and with the young man nigel it's just been really sad seeing what happened to him and how he decided to take his life and just um i saw some of his pictures on his page and he would be like you know he seemed happy it's just interesting to see how someone can seem so happy in their pictures and the images that they post online but then you know, they're really going through something yeah. behind closed doors. And there was this one really nice picture of him that he said, this is ugly or whatever, you know, and he posted it. But it was a really nice picture of him kind of looking up in the sky and smiling. And now they're using that picture for, like, the funeral oh stuff. Oh, a lot. It's just like they're using it on GoFundMe because... You know, they obviously need help for this, you know, untimely death, you know, and the mother was saying, you know, I just want children to be mindful of what bullying does. So I just wanted to make sure that we did talk about that type of stuff on Mm -hmm. this show, too, because this is a very serious thing that still plagues children all over. I feel like we've all been through it. It's gotten worse. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's gotten worse into the sense of, like, so many kids are taking their lives from it. I think when we were younger, like, we've gone through it, but it was something that was not bearable, but bearable. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm (laughs) So, um, Mm -hmm. to see that is really, really sad. And I think, like, kids just need therapy these days. And Yeah. And someone was talking about that
0: on um, Breakfast Club, this, uh, uh, I was going to say philosopher, (laughs) professor, um, that was talking about how he wrote a book about disconnecting from social media as a whole um, and not using it the way that we use it to fill up dead time. Like, we, we, just while we were we're getting ready for this podcast to start, Mm -hmm. instead of talking, we did talk to each other a little bit, but, like, there were times that we were just, like, distracted in our phones, scrolling. Like, it's just a pastime for us. And, like, the amount of anxiety that children have nowadays due to social media like we already have anxiety because we're constantly having to compare ourselves subconsciously to other people every single freaking day looking on social media
1: imagine children that are in that impressionable age so i just actually had a recent conversation with one of my friends Mm -hmm. um about this who actually has a child and they were asking me like my output on it and Mm -hmm. whether like I, do I allow my son to have um an Instagram or a Facebook page mm. and I personally I was saying no because they're not prepared to deal with the emotional trauma that comes with it they're not prepared to be able to handle the responsibility of having social media and understanding like shit's not real it's, yeah, yeah it's just the, the it's best a highlight of your real life. yes yes it's exactly. the best, it's of the your best part reality. of your life yeah so um that was it's the not bullying, with the trauma, and then comparing yourself, like, I had a hard time comparing myself before social media existed yes. with my parents, so having social media constantly in my face? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Mm. As a child in that
0: impressionable age, like, Jesus. So, yeah, that was really unfortunate. Yeah. Um, To go on a slightly brighter side of things, you know, of course, and prayers up to those families. Yes, definitely. And those children, may they rest in peace. Um, Speaking of rest in peace, Lauren London's. new series now I thought it was a movie that I was coming out I thought it was a movie so it's a series it's a series apparently okay. um games called we games we play yeah. games people play oh, okay. um on BET premiered yesterday now I am trash because I did not watch that I not watch it either nor the being married and girl oh, after that came out yesterday went, too yeah oh. the finale and I heard it was trash I heard they sped up everything and so people were very disappointed in that the mm. fact that they sped up everything but um why now being mary jane i don't know maybe they just chose to close it out with a movie like how they opened it up which you know i get that too but mm. i don't okay. know yeah what you what's your your theory you have a theory no,
1: it's not necessarily a theory i just feel like it should have just been left alone um because it's been so long so then you have to kind of like how long has it been like a year. I yeah. want to say, yeah, you have to revisit all the emotions. Like, I don't even remember what happened in the, the last thing. So. And it just, it's not enough for me to binge watch it. again yeah like what they
0: need to focus on is is ending girlfriends that's what they need to focus on now that i would watch i would definitely watch that but yeah um so this morning lauren london posted um a picture of the cast and she said love and respect to the cast and crew tune in tonight well actually she posted this the night before but i saw it this morning Mm -hmm. Uh, uh tune in tonight uh 10 p.m to watch Games people play at BET. Love y'all. With a blue heart and a uh, finish line flag. Um, and we all know that's part of the marathon continues. That's her little symbolism for Nipsey Hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just loved seeing so many people saying, you know, we love you. So giving her respect, love and like, light. And yeah, giving her love and light. Like, everybody was saying we love you. Her castmates, like the guy from... Um, uh insecure Ranjay. Mm-hmm. Looks like Jackie Long is in there now. Jackie Long and her have a history from being on ATL together. Jackie Long is the Which one is that one? He was uh what's his name? Oh
1: okay yeah I remember him I can't remember his it name
0: it wasn't it wasn't no Hollywood. It was something like mm,
1: was it was an M
0: Damn I don't remember his name on there. But he was the rich he was the friend that was going to the rich school and right. he dimed out um you know new 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 to uh rashad so <laughs> i had to remember the name But so I, 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 I his name is on the tip of my tongue but i can't I remember like it right now. The
1: marker. i'm about to look it up Okay.
0: yes but yeah so while you looking that up mm-hmm. yeah they always showing her love and light even erica um ooh, uh parker mckenna uh whatever her name parker posey mckenna whatever from Um, My wife and kids, who was in a lot of drama last year dating um, Queen Naija's ex-boo, she's on the show, too. Esquire. Esquire, yes. (laughs) Esquire. Yeah, so Esquire and all them was wishing her a lot of love and light. And it actually made me want to actually check out the show now. And I love how she's just like, you know, hey, we out here. We doing this. The marathon continues. You have
1: to pick up the pieces eventually. You can't harbor on it. And Mm. honestly, even with death, when death happens, it takes a while for it to actually kick in that that person isn't there anymore. Now, I don't know how different it is with someone that you wake up to every day, Mm. if that's a little bit Mm -hmm. different, versus Mm. someone like another person in your family member, but either
0: way. Yeah, someone that you, I mean, like, it wasn't my lover, but like, when my grandma died, that was interesting as far as like living in a house with someone right. and not seeing them anymore. You come, when you like leave the hospital and you come home and that person isn't there anymore, it's just, it's still an adjustment period, like you said, mm-hmm. because I still like, that was before even the funeral. And you saw, I didn't break down till the funeral when i right. putting her into the ground because it was like, okay. It's just a very surreal thing for a right. long time. So I know she's, they've had the burial at this point, so she's probably already had her emotional moment, but it's still like, it will float back up. Grief exactly. is crazy like that. It will float back up for her, but I'm glad that she has something to keep her
1: occupied. Right. Keep your mind going. Keep, you know, that hope and going. And making
0: money for her family. hmm You know? Speaking of making money, moving along. Let's talk about. Uh, in fact, I'm gonna leave Cardi B for last. Let's okay. talk about this thing with um, with Kanye West. What are you How doing did now? You, So Kanye West um, did a Sunday service at Coachella mm-hmm. on Easter Sunday um so that's what I keep saying to Dennis I feel like he might pop up at the one with Pharrell like he's like I don't know and I was telling my friend Kawan at work the same thing and he was like oh well that's California I'm like so if they're gonna do a Sunday service why would they do it without him I mean it's possible but if he went to the Coachella one
1: why wouldn't he do it here? And yeah, then, and him and Pharrell the, are cool. So not it's the not only just that, some but Pusha T is also there, which is a part of good music. Yeah. So, like, and I feel like. Is it Tiana
0: a, too? Is Tiana on the bill? I don't no. I
1: think Tiana's on the oh, bill.
0: Shit. Okay, I make
1: that. Well, well up. I don't know. Maybe, that actually sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, uh, I might have been mixing it up with Coachella, but to your point, he got a few people there and i mean if he doesn't show up the lineup for the sun and we're talking about for something in the water if y'all don't know we going this weekend and yes. we so lit. Yes. we will definitely be giving the re- review right. when we come back next follow week. us
1: on our instagram page
0: we'll be <laughs> posting videos yes. all weekend long yes we gonna have a blast but um that's the friday line the lineups or whatever if you want to see but I don't think she's going to be there.
1: Maybe she's at Broccoli Fest. Because I feel like I remember seeing her She is name, at Broccoli Fest. So that's what it is. That's spent. where she's going to be this okay. weekend. She's going to be at
0: Broccoli Fest. That's what it is.
1: Okay. Yeah. Like, I feel like I know I've seen her on someone's bill.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people have a problem with what Kanye did with making it seem very secret societal, cult-like. things. How? So, because with the dress with the outfits the outfits the people that could come so apparently everyone couldn't come see it like Ooh. you had to watch it what now i wasn't at coachella to, to know if people at coachella couldn't actually go and see it but like you had to
1: you had to view it from afar some shit Okay, it did look like no one was in the arena when mm-hmm. I looked at Tiana's performance. Yeah. It was like this big aerial view. And I was yes. like, well, maybe that has something to do with, but,
0: okay. But that makes sense because I was like, oh, did they give everyone a pink sweater to <laughs> like jump around with them? Because, yeah, everybody was wearing the same shit. Everyone kind of did look the same. And that is kind of, if you haven't seen some of his Sunday service performances, they always wear a certain color, mm-hmm. the whole group. And now it has become more of that cult, like, you know, basically I, that I, I Kanye that easy cult. wear. It's starting to look very easy it like. Does. It does. Um, and with that said, now there's merch. So, mm. Mm, yeah. But so now know. he's selling merch. And the merch is like, Jesus, um, what is like, uh, Christ, not Christ is risen. I should look it up while I'm talking about it. It's it's merch that it's so people feel feel like now you what you're not gonna do is sell merch to exploit you know Easter Sunday. And I don't know if you saw what Natasha Rothwell said. Uh shout out to our Waldorf homie that we don't know, but um, <laughs> we, <laughs> 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 um yeah, so Natasha Rothwell was quoted saying, if I can find the post. What do you think about while I'm looking for the post? Okay, yes. So
1: what? I personally, um, I don't know if it's necessary. cult. Like, I, I don't get cult-like vibes just because they're wearing the same thing. I do think it's very Yeezus-like. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the outfits that they're doing. And I feel like that's just to promote his brand. Some people gotcha. also
0: feel like he's just trying to get back on our side. Kind of like back when ja- Michael Jackson came back and started doing Remember the Times and all that stuff. He's True. trying to get back into black people's good graces.
1: It could be that. <laughs> but when y'all say that he's wearing the same out, like they're all wearing the same outfits, choirs typically wear the same outfit. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too- And some
0: people are like, well, so what's going on with like... Um, the service, is there really a service or is it just DMX saying a prayer like he did at Coachella? And I think DMX was also at another, um, event as well. Um, that involved it but here's the quote from natasha rothwell from her twitter yeah no i refuse to support a man who proudly supports a racist homophobic xenophobic transphobic islamophobic anti-semitic president whose policies endanger the very people who subsidize his career just because he's selling redemption dressed up in church clothes gtfoh and that is baby girl from um What is her name? Kelly from Insecure.
1: Kelly from Insecure
0: from Waldorf. Yeah, that's David Rothwell's sister. Bitch, no.
1: (laughs) I was. You didn't know that was David Rothwell's sister. Bitch, I was today. Years (laughs) old when I realized that. (laughs) Today, years old.
0: Okay, (laughs) (laughs) Waldorf. Yeah, that's David Rothwell's
1: sister, older sister.
0: Uh, See, I
1: love the show even more now. like
0: a whole new appreciation yo we've been talking about that for how many years i don't remember we went went to high school with this boy named david rothwell and i (laughs) can say it on air that i had a like a huge crush on him for years and so i didn't we didn't we weren't the age of his sister obviously he had other siblings i guess or whatever and um, she was his one of his older sisters, and she went on to, I remember seeing somewhere on social media, like some older people from Westlake, that's our high school, posted West about Lake? her moving on to do um, screenwriting or comedy writing for um, Saturday Night Live. And then it was maybe a year or so after that that she moved on to be on Insecure. What the
1: fuck? How did I not know this? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. Yeah. That's the beautiful people coming from
0: Walters. <laughs> yes. It's, it's it Lilian.
1: Some... Yeah. Kelly. Okay.
0: Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. And then it will be us. <laughs> yep. So claiming it. But um for the Yeezy wear that was on sale, there was um some shirts and stuff and sweatpants that were all, of course, the typical Yeezy clothing and some of them. Were dubbed as church clothes. Some of them said Sunday service. Some of them said trust God or Holy Spirit, Sunday service on the mountain. Um, So a lot of people weren't banging with that. And of course, and then they feel like it's exploitation because, of course, everything is $195, $200 and something dollars. And it's like, would Jesus sell a shirt for? that much money. Now I did hear a sermon recently that was talking about how, you know, a lot of people think that Jesus was was broke and it's just this really poor man that lived off of the land. But when they had there's a part in the scripture where they talk about how Jesus would be missing coins or whatever out of his um I guess his box or whatever of money. People would Judas or someone would go and steal the money behind him but he didn't notice when it was happening. Um, or no, he he must have known when it was happening, but it, it's like you could miss it because the point was, he had a lot of money that you might have missed it if you didn't know, you didn't have that spirit in you to know that somebody's stealing money from you. So if you only had like four coins in your, you know, offering box or whatever, you would have missed that. So that's the point. Like, he was, you know, and he was spending money on all his different endeavors as far as his ministry goes. So Jesus wasn't that poor. So to say that Jesus wouldn't, well, Jesus wouldn't be selling shirts, but (laughs) don't try to make it seem like all these pastors and Jesus and all that have to be these poor people that, don't reap the benefits of the work that they do in the name of Christ. Now, as far as Kanye goes, I would take a prayer from DMX any day over Kanye. <laughs> okay? Because like my good sisters at the Getting Grown podcast were saying the other day, I believe that DMX's prayers go straight to the ears of God. Now, I don't believe <laughs> I don't know about DMX. I mean, I don't know about Kanye, but I do believe, with all the DMX has been through, and the Holy Spirit that I feel when DMX starts praying, it goes straight to God. It does.
1: I, 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 I feel, do believe that. I feel you. I don't. I still don't feel like it's exploitation. Mm-hmm. Um, of you know, the religion or whatever. I mean, is it expensive? Yeah, I think that's just politics of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that is necessary. And they
0: also I said there was like a rumor that like back in the day, the Kardashians tried to start a church and you would have the 10% of your pay go towards the church. And, you know, that's, that's tithing. tithing. <laughs> that's tithing. And it's like it was, suppo- it was being fashioned as a, um, a church where celebrities can go and worship in peace without having to be Dude, in the, the general the public worshiping God.
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna rule my eyes and move
0: on like, <laughs> so they're trying to connect that with what Kanye is doing with Everything the Sunday services
1: connection. I feel like Kanye is an individual thinker mm-hmm. and he's shown that with his rants and the things that he's done mm-hmm. in the past so I really don't feel as though like I'm not gonna say Kim doesn't have an influence over him but he's I just not, I yeah. don't see the connection between the two I feel like it's a reach yeah
0: okay fair enough I think there's a little connivingness. Like, personally, I do feel like there's something behind it a little bit. I think it started off as something spiritual and therapeutic for him, and then it caught on, and now he's like, oh, well, let me just use it. Use my talents, which, can you blame him? He's a musician. He's an artist at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And I just want to hear the gospel version of... um, you know, what's the song? Outstanding, yes. I was going yes. to say the Gap Band. I just want to hear the gospel rendition of Outstanding. Um, I, feel you. I so feel you. I'm here for it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh And the last thing I'll cover real quick is, um, yeah, Cardi B. So did you see the videos of her cursing out the Shade Room folks? No. So she was cursing Shade Room. i am just give the gist of it. And I know the video is probably somewhere on social media, but I wouldn't be surprised if, no blogs really picked it up because she was talking about blogs in general. Um, but she called the owner of the shade room a water buffalo built bitch. <laughs> and she was cussing them because I think they had just posted the story about Offset facing gun charges. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was just saying how y'all never post the positive things that we're doing, y'all never post how we've been working to build up real estate in in um, Atlanta together uh, for low-income families. Y'all don't post none of that. Carisha, talking about, um, what's her name? What's her real name on, uh, or her stage name? Carisha from, uh, she ain't, Young Miami. She is Young yeah. Miami. Mm-hmm. Young Miami, you know, she, she, her being a good mom, they don't like to post shit like that. Even though I did see them post something like that, but they was like, She was like, they always try to post something to set her up to get dragged on the internet. Mm -hmm. And she was just going in. She was like, even y'all posting all that stuff about um, T.I., and uh what's that ugly little boy we were just talking about last week kodak, um, black. kodak black them going back and forth like that should have been deaded but y'all keep hyping it up and they real street niggas, so that could c- turn into real violence and y'all just play with these people y'all play with us and how do you expect us to change as people or Um, want to change as people if all you do is highlight the negative in our lives and she even talked about her CEO or her manager QC from Mm -hmm. um, P or whatever from quality control or whatever she was saying his his um, you know business or whatever is the most popping black art black business right now with all of the artists topping the top 100s and stuff like that Um, But they don't like to highlight that. They only like to highlight when he got baby mama drama going on. And same with Offset. And I think she had a really good point in what she was saying. Now, a business is a business with the gossip blogs. But I think that Shade Room is also that type of blog. They're not a Jasmine brand. They're not um, EXO Nicole. You know, they are the Shade Room. Shade, key word. Right. And apparently they can't post her anymore. That's what she started off with saying how they can't post her so they post everybody around her that she fucks with. But I think she has a point, but at the same time, uh, because it, we do need to start taking these things seriously. And I, I think that the blogs are trying to show like a little positivity. But sometimes I do see Shade Room post things intentionally to stir shit up.
1: I think so too. I think like I totally agree with everything that you're saying. I think that it is You have to take into context that it is a gossip blog. That's what they do. That's what the whole premises and point of the blog is. The whole content is based off of shading people, like you said. But there's also being as though it's run by a black person. I feel like Mm -hmm. we have a responsibility to ourselves to make sure that we're highlighting the most positive, parts of our life as well like we need yes because no one else is going to do that for us and
0: cardi did say that cardi did say you know you I, you could post the good with the bad you don't have to post
1: just all bad right it should be a balance yeah so like our show
0: mm-hmm. like our show like this segment of the show righteousness and righteousness yes
1: exactly. <laughs> check the plug check the right. plug. <laughs> So let's get into this gossip Before talk. Before we get uh, into the... this gossip talk, I do have one announcement that I want to end off with your gossip. But um Oh, yeah, yeah. We're Righteousness and Righteousness. Yes. Um, so this is a more positive side. Mm-hmm. Righteousness. Mm-hmm. We are proud to announce that we're roll, please. Okay. We are now on iTunes. Yeah! And, and
0: we're on Google Play. We're on all formats. Spotify. Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes podcast apps. Yes. Um, You can check us out on there. So Uh, make sure you subscribe. Yes. Rate us to fives. I mean, (laughs) unless all you listen to is... Title, which even then you got some kind of phone that got one of them apps, right? Either Google Play or or the podcast app on iTunes. So there's no excuse. Exactly. So, go ahead, sign up, subscribe to our podcast, look up Cognac Cupcakes and conversations, and it'll come right up for you. You could even type in Cognac Cupcakes, and I'll post it on our Instagram page so you can see how I typed it in and it came up right away. Indeed, yes. indeed, yeah all right we're so, working hard out here yeah we got so much more coming for y'all indeed in the near future we'll just leave it at
1: that yeah yeah all right so top topic yes let's get into this top topic all right so we're gonna be talking about you know some things to think about before moving in with your lover both Anastasia and I have um, moved in with our boyfriends, well, my boyfriend and her fiancé, because <laughs> I uh-huh. bet she's getting married 10 10 2020 Yes, Ow. yes. Ew, ew. So, um, yeah. So we're going to talk about our experiences a little bit. But before mm-hmm. we do that, I'm just going to give you guys a couple of tips. Um, have the money talk up front. You know, you need to know how does your partner manage their money because you might manage your money a little bit different. Like, you might be the type who... Is balling on a budget or that saves their money, or you might be the type of person that is just like, ah, money comes, it'll be the next paycheck, you know? Have that hard conversation and then talk about who's gonna pay what bill. You know, you can. Mm -hmm. There's so many different ways of doing it. Personally, in my household, Mm -hmm. how we split everything is, um, Mm -hmm. and I guess this is like mad personal, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But how we split it is, you know, we split the rent down the middle. As far as utilities, we split that half. That's a that can be a debate too. Exactly, because some people feel like if you're traditional, you're from the old school, you might feel like the man should pay more than the woman. Then there's the more modern. Uh, couples who feel like you know the woman can, or you can just do the fifty fifty. Personally, right. we do well with the fifty fifty. It's been working for us.
0: And I think what's most what's most um, you know the smartest thing to do, the smartest decision to make with that is to look at your finances. Yes. If you're, if your significant other makes more than you, then yeah, they should. I would feel that they should pay the majority of the bills. Um, the majority of the rent, at least. And then you guys divvy up the rest of the small bills. But if you are making more... Then you should hold up that end of the side just to like balance, balance it out. It's all about balance. Right. And so I think that if you two go into it without the preconceived notions of, oh, you the man, you should be paying this or this, that and the third, like, you know, and then sometimes things happen. Sometimes one of the partners might lose their jobs and then y'all got to shift. So right. that, putting that precedence like, oh, you're the, I keep going back to the you're the man and you should pay majority of everything, mm-hmm. that can't work all
1: the time. No, it can't. You have to base um, this off of your personal reality and not the reality yes. of what a book says, your parents says, or whatever the case may be. Or with, even what the word says, just base things off of your personal experiences and what your reality is. Mm-hmm. The next thing would be is you will discover new incompatibilities. You know, you think you know a person until <laughs> so you're with them yep. every waking moment of the yep. day. And then you start to realize, oh, shit, you're not the person I thought you were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it could be a hard adjustment. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll start to notice, like, mm, dang, I don't really fuck with that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And how to, like, you know, work around that. And I think that's just going to be, like, a lot of conversations and a lot of adjustments, realizing that this is no longer a single person and you are now partnering with someone mm-hmm. and blending your life together. Yeah. And, and weighing that out to see if you want to stick
0: around with that, mm-hmm. you know? And think um, about that before you move in. Yeah. Cause it's a lot harder to break up afterwards when you ain't got nowhere to rest your head. Mm-hmm. If, <laughs> if you move in with someone, I feel like honestly, Dennis probably would, um, say that I'm wrong but I feel like I probably was the person that was different once we moved in together I feel like we knew a lot about each other but I think he learned a lot more about me as Mm -hmm. a person I think I let a lot of stuff out of the bag and we learned a lot more about each other's finances when we moved in together and I'm still trying to get my finances together (laughs) I mean we knew each other's like credit scores and stuff like that before we moved in but just
1: The way that you spend your money. Right. I think I learned that, too. And that was a hard notion for me. Because, I mean, on the outside, it looked like he was a very, um... Responsible? I'm I'm not even responsible, because I don't want to say that he's... So, more so, like, um... Practical? Yeah, practical. Yeah, 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 that would be a better word. Mm -hmm. I thought he was a more practical spender. And then I was like, oh, no. Yeah. This makes sense. Now, how did I not see that? Yeah. So like, you know, look at the flags, like pay attention to your relationship. Like mm-hmm. I noticed a lot of things I didn't notice. I was like, damn, how did I miss this? Yeah. Like you don't look for it unless it's always in your face.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I think I was that, I mean, being fully transparent for the, for the purpose of the show, I think that my fiance learned that, yeah, sometimes I can be a frivolous spender. And he just helps to encourage me to not do stupid shit like that mm-hmm. from time to time. Or sometimes he'll even, um, like, give me money so I don't go into overdraft and be like, look, just here, take this so you don't go into overdraft. Meanwhile, I'll be like, oh, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to go into overdraft. And I'll right. make it back up with the next check or whatever sometimes. <laughs> and he would be like, no,
1: why are you doing that? Why are you giving the bank money? I think that's, like, the black mentality. And yeah. it's so hard to break. Even... Yeah. Even in the corporate world, like I've worked at some jobs that I would just be like, "Damn, how did you? How are y'all surviving with that type of mentality? Like, how?"
0: Yeah, it's real. It's real, and um, especially with this wedding coming up, we've definitely had to combine more stuff and really plan things out and Mm -hmm. stuff, and just consider options of Mm -hmm. like loans and. Credit cards, or if we're just going to do it all straight up, our our own money. So it's really money is definitely a conversation. And I see it's it will always it will always be a conversation. Mm-hmm. The, the more that you combine together, like I really see how marriage is a, um, and we'll have an episode on marriage of one of these days too with someone who's actually married. But um, you know, just um just combining your livelihood and your um, collateral and um, capital together. Mm -hmm. Because money
1: can break a relationship. Um, There's a lot of conversations around money, and it will be forever. It will be forever. It's not something that you can run from. It's something that you just need to face headstrong, head on, and do it before you start making all these long-term commitments together to make sure that this is something and someone that you want to share that with. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, also in order to, um, make the movement transition smooth, there should be a couple discussions ahead of time discussing, discussing any, um, specific preferences and lifestyle habits. If me personally, I like to walk around the house naked, mm-hmm. you know, I'm free balling it all. I feel like if you're not that my is, friend, that is part of yes. conversation. Like all my friends have seen me naked.
0: That, that is part of what I feel has been different for Dennis. And he probably enjoys that part of it. Right. <laughs> but like, I'm very free in the sense that, hey, you know, I might not shave or whatever. Right. And I love so it. So there's a lot of that that's, that's happening now. And I even cracked that joke to him. Like, man, I just turned into a different person in front of you. I gained weight. I don't shave all the time. Like... How are you doing with that? Like, right. I, like I straight and, up asked him that. That's <laughs> a good thing
1: that you even had that conversation. Because so many people don't have that conversation. It's just you like you surprised. assume they cool with it right. or whatever. <laughs> you and be surprised and he, so
0: he was, accessible. but it's just like, I, I just thought about it like, damn, you know? Like, how must, how is this for him?
1: Right. What do you feel about you that? You know, with me being extra comfortable, he
0: enjoys that I'm, I'm more comfortable. And being yourself. Right. Yeah. But, like. That's also another key to be like, hey, keep it sexy sometimes. I don't know if you're going to go into that. No, but we should. Go ahead. Well, real quick, I think that, you know, even with me gaining all this weight that I have and trying to get myself back together, back to my old self or back to a renewed version of a healthier, you know, more in shape version of myself... I've been saying stuff to him and just my friends, too. Like, you know what? I'm going to start buying myself some underwear. Like, I just showed. Yeah, some That's ride. part of it. That's part of why I actually said, let me invest in some Fenty Savage. Let me invest in some new bras and some new underwear. Part of it is that, oh, my boobs are way bigger now, and I need to have a better bra to fit them so mm-hmm. that I'm not, like dying at work <laughs> and taking the train but it's also like let me make myself feel sexier while I'm on this fitness journey to being who I am and that also includes let me shave even though I don't he's not requesting it let me get a wax once in a while too even though he's not requesting Right. That. because these are things that I used to do when I felt
1: like a sexier person, and when it was the beginning of the relationship. Right. You know, I i want to commend you, first of all, because I didn't acknowledge it. It took for him to do things like, oh, here's the lingerie I just bought for you. I'm like, oh, oh, shit. Oh. Okay. So then I was like, oh, yeah, shit. I did used to do all this fun stuff before, and then. Somewhere along the lines, I got like super. Yes, ladies,
0: we had to check ourselves. Yes, we had to, to check ourselves yourself. on that because we talk about them not doing what they used to do, but we need to do. And some those of what the we little used things, but those little things matter. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. They definitely matter. So mm-hmm. yes, and we gonna do a
0: staycation.
1: Yes. To refer back to the broken pussy episode. Okay. <laughs> It's normal to get irritated by your partner from time to time, but when mm-hmm. you live together, there's so much more opportunity for those little moments of annoyance, and you'll quickly learn to get what gets on your partner's nerves. So, like, really, <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't even lie to you how many conver- dumb arguments that we've had just being around each other too much. So, I think space matters as well with that. Yeah, I think that, um. It should be some sort of individuality when you guys move together. Like, let them have their set of friends. You have your set of friends. You go out. You don't spend too much time together, but just enough. So, like, balancing out your time and your schedule so that you don't get on each other's nerves all the time.
0: You know, I have something really quick to say about that. Last night, um, you know, I've been working out a lot, and Dennis has been home a lot, and he's really been helping me. I I have to say it on air. Sometimes he'll cook. A lot of times he'll cook when I can't cook. And he'll cook like some grilled chicken, knowing that that's like part of my diet regimen right now for me, so that I could chop it up and put it with something. And I had to thank him the other day because it was actually a day that I was like freaking out and pissed off, and he was driving me to a train station. And I was just like, damn, you know, you've been doing so much for me. And I want to thank you for those things. And I want to thank you for taking this, this attitude from me that I've been having. Mm-hmm. Um, that I have from time to time that you're exposed to a lot more that I know can give you anxiety when I'm stressed out and I have my anxious moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that said, um, you know, of course, he was like, yeah, you know, we're working through it, blah, blah, blah. And his friends had hit him up to go out that night. And he wanted to ride the train. And I get like how I get with my little brother. I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't want you riding the train at night. Like I was like nervous. Mom. I was being a mom. And I was just like, I don't know, Dennis. You know, blah, blah, blah. And so I still rushed home so I could pick him up from the train station. But he was trying to walk home at night from the train station. I was like, Negro, let me head back from Waldorf <laughs> from this train and so I can meet you at the train station. Um, So that worked out. But... At first I was like jealous, like, why he going out with friends and stuff? And I was like, why not let him go out with his friends? He supports you in all that you do, and you're not even home as much as you used to be, so he's just here. Right. He needs that outlet. Mm -hmm. Your partner needs that outlet with their friends to feel... Whole, yeah, they need to be able
1: to let they Lusa can't just, complain too, yeah, they're right, they need to, yeah, you know, exactly, like everybody straight up, yeah, like they need to be able to be, be free. and Shout out to him, and def- I have to shout out to David too because he has yeah. definitely been holding me down, like washing That's the cool. floors, cleaning, yeah. cooking, doing homework, and all the etc. So, yeah, yes. shout out to Dave, yeah, so shout out to our booze for doing mm-hmm. the damn thing, <laughs> even though we're being working women, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yep, trying to lose weight because right. it's a commitment for us too, like it's a lifestyle for real. When they yeah. say it's a lifestyle it's like a legit everything in your life changes
0: yeah like you had to organize everything around weight loss and it's hard it's hard and mm-hmm. it's like great to have a partner
1: that understands that and most importantly supports that exactly so, um, speaking of changing in lifestyle, you know your relationship will change after moving in together. People tend to change as time goes by. Many aspects of our personalities will stay the same, but things like our goals and our aspirations will change. Mm. So, you need to like expect to evolve more than you ever did before when you take your relationship to the next level, or to that level, and be prepared to adapt to make the relationship work. Relationships are hard. You got to put the effort in, and you both both parties have to want to do it. You have to, you know, be willing to work through all of those changes and all the things that might come along with that. So what are some examples of changes? Changes in relationships. You have to be able... For me, I think with our relationship, I had to take the time out to be able to actually have conversations. I actually felt like we had lost the connection and the content in our relationship. Like, there was no depth after a while.
0: Oh, wow, yeah, So I was trying to, like,
1: get back that substance, like... So having small conversations that will lead her to bigger conversations. Like So we tried this thing called um, three things. So what we would do is something that we regretted in our relationship, I added on life because I feel like sometimes I just want to talk about what's going on in my life as well. Mm -hmm, And I want to know what's mm -hmm. going on with his life. Um, And then Mm -hmm. we'll do something that we're thankful for and then um, while we know that each other is the one. So that kind of like... Gives you that compliment makes you feel better. Like, damn, he still does love me even through all this. Yeah. But I'm taking accountability for all the bullshit that I do do, and then I'm thankful for all the shit that you know. Yeah. Is going on.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's deep. I'm trying to think of an example I have of things changing other than what I've shared. I think there's mostly what I have shared and. Yeah, that's all I can think of right now. But that's really inspiring what you just said.
1: Yeah, I mean it's hard, but you're gonna figure it out. And I mean, goals definitely change. Like I was headstrong, and I'm I still want to be an entrepreneur in some sense because we're clearly doing this with CCC. But um, my mm-hmm, career mm-hmm. goals have changed, and I'm not going for. Some of the goals that I was going for before, and he's starting to become into those goals of, you know, becoming more of an entrepreneur and starting, mm. you know, to find his new path. So mm. that's a different change, and that dynamic, like work, will will be an issue <laughs> in your yeah. relationship, especially if you guys aren't working towards the same goals. So having I think about that about too. That.
0: I mean, you know, I've become more of an entrepreneur. As I've grown older, Mm -hmm. like wanting to be more of an entrepreneur, but I do sometimes think about when we have kids. Is that going to change? Is that going to change? And Mm -hmm. I do kind of feel like it might, because if I got pregnant today, I would be looking to make sure that I secured All all the coins that I have to make sure that we have health insurance, to make sure, you know, all the benefits and the government cheese and shit. So um, mm-hmm. I do think about that because my partner is also a very headstrong entrepreneurial person, more than me, more than I have ever been. I've, and that's probably how I've grown to be more of a wanna-be entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Not a wanna-be because we are entrepreneurs. Yeah, we are but, right. You know, like solely living. And when we say entrepreneur, what me and Kel strive for in right. entrepreneurship is living solely off of our passion. Right. And we have learned a lot of hard lessons around that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know that it is possible. It's just what you're willing to sacrifice. Exactly. To do that. And sometimes it's not just, oh, I might not have health insurance. Sometimes it's time. Yeah. And that's very important to both of our partners. I and I seen I will say that that has been a change mm-hmm. to bring it back around in our relationship. And I have seen how it's affected him. The, mm-hmm. the fact that I don't have as much time alone with him mm-hmm. as I used to, and he sometimes does say, "When you know we have a child, you gonna have to. It's gonna be a culture shock for you because you are gonna have to sit down." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "What do you mean, sit down?"
1: <laughs> Until you
0: sit down. <laughs> Until I sit down, you know. So, mm-hmm. and he's even asked, you know, a thing that has been going on in our relationship is how much he's seen me on social media. And um, I think I've talked about this on the podcast. Lord, sorry about the car outside. Um, uh, How he wants me to be on social media less, especially because I'm in the house less, because I'm running around doing so many things outside of just work and working out in general. So, yeah, those are some changes that I'm working on personally. Right. you know, and changes for him is learning how to cook better, which right. he has Learned definitely stepped his cookies up. Okay. Okay. Then it's yes. with the fresh Dennis eggs. Is, yes. <laughs> and I need to shut up before he walk in this door
1: like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. So, and lastly, couples just have to know how to communicate effectively. And um, once you start living together full time, it'll be more crucial than ever to be able to communicate openly and resolve arguments in a healthy way. Never, I my philosophy is never go to bed angry. Like, mm-hmm. have that conversation for pre- you. You just don't know if you're going to wake up in the morning, the next morning. So, so true, you know, man. just try to resolve. It. At least, I mean, you're not going to fully, like, I'm over it completely. But at least get to a point where you can be like, I can agree to disagree. We're going to table this when we're both ready to be able to, like, you know, come to some sort of. Resolution. Yeah, some sort of, like, you know, resolution that can be. A uh, equal and- medium. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That can be table later. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you just gotta you gotta talk. You gotta talk it out, hug it out, love, and remember the reason why you guys love each other. And don't storm off. Don't walk away from the situation when it gets hard. Yeah. Hug it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That sucks when you when you have those arguments because I, I personally hate that when we're in that space and we aren't talking. Like, I hate that. Like,
1: I do so, too. So,
0: um, you know, and are you going to talk about, like, toilet paper and, like, the real small dumb shit? <laughs>
1: talk about that with expectations versus reality. Okay, yes. Let's get into it then. Yeah. So, um, last, so the next thing will be boundaries and, well, we already kind of touched on the bills, but yes. boundaries. It is important to set boundaries for um, your relationship. Personal boundaries and then couple boundaries um, can be very, very different um think about like when you i like to entertain i like to party he's Mm -hmm. more introverted Mm -hmm. so he just wants to be like us yeah and family kick it type yeah type tip so like having those boundaries like okay well i'm not gonna always do this but at least you know socially like uh, a holiday or something like that or communicating with like when I have to do my and co-things and I want to um, bring in mm-hmm, my people to mm-hmm, like upper mm-hmm. echelon meetings. I'm like, hey, heads up. I'm going to have a couple of my girls over. We're going to have a little shindig or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. understanding that his boundaries is he likes privacy. He doesn't want everyone in his home. Right.
0: I, hey, I feel him. Even as a woman,
1: I feel him so definitely as a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, some, what are some ways that you set boundaries in your relationship? Hmm. with y'all moving in together?
0: Hmm. Um, I think part of it is similar like that, like having those conversations about people coming over and stuff like that, and um, maybe, um, like, just keeping... Okay, if I really have to think about boundaries, keeping some of our issues between
1: just us. Oh, yeah, that's a hard one for me. I'm still, like, adjusting to that because I'm so quick to be, like, I have to call my bestie as soon as something happens. I'm running. Right. No, I think you do a really good job. Like, the rare times, the, the
0: rare times that you have talked to me about stuff, it's been at a really, you know, bad point, quote right. unquote, so to speak, where you just really, at that point, it's a mental, it's a mental health check,
1: right, right, like right. you, you
0: <laughs> can it's not just. Because you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't complain about every single thing. Exactly. You really shouldn't, because then that creates a persona of the person, mm-hmm. and it's really not that bad. And yeah, a lot you're of to get over it. Yeah, a lot of people don't know how to do that. I think as we've gotten older and we've seen examples of that, you know, and just I think when you're older, you really do understand that concept a lot better of not complaining about everything. It's negative in the first place, and secondly. Mm-hmm. It, you don't always keep those feelings and emotions, so um, I would say that, or even some issues that we may be experiencing, like with bills or something, like don't tell your parents of every single time. I was just
1: about to bring that up. Family yeah. boundaries is real. Yeah, and it is. Um, even down to money. When you guys are moving in together and you guys are putting your bills together, you have to kind of separate. Was well, once before. So your family is if you have a family member that's used to mm-hmm. to dabbling in your funds, right, right. You can't. You got to have that conversation up front and let your partner that you, that you're living with know a heads up. Like this is this is what we what we've been doing, and then find something so that change. is like a comfortable ground, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it's just gonna have to change because that's just not fair to the, to your partner.
0: Yeah, and to y'all, y'all, y'all budget together exactly, and borrowing money like sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, I I just feel like that's a thing that no, it shouldn't be done. Rather go into uh, um negative than borrow money. From mm-hmm. Family
1: members, because, because they it opens up able- a conversation yes, that's, that's yes. unnecessary, yes, you know, because yeah. then the word starts spreading. You know, black families, you mm-hmm. already know, mm-hmm. so you know, she asked me for $50 of the day. Well, yeah. what's she spending her money on, right? She go to work you, every day, you just don't like I do, like, no. conversation, you know, for mm-hmm. ridicule. So, yeah, protect your family, mm-hmm. protect your home, mm-hmm. Um, expectations versus reality. I'm gonna let you start it off and then. Oh, I mean, yeah, I really, like,
0: you know, it's funny, like, there just were a few little things that I noticed were, like, oh, wow, and I, I don't think I could really, <laughs> um, you know, the bathroom, first of all, I'm very happy to say that I have a partner that knows how to clean the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That is a big thing mm-hmm. for me. Um, but little things like that I can share, um, like... Just learning how both of you put the washcloths on the... <laughs> See, these are the stupid things They're that dumb. you don't think about. Like, how you both, you know, display stuff in the shower or whatever. How you think like things to be tidy. How you like, do the toothpaste. Right. Yes. Yes. Some people like to roll it. Some people like to just squeeze it till the top. Some people you like know, to twist it. It's just... Replacing the toilet paper. So, mm-hmm. I'll say for him... My, one of my things that I didn't like was the way he used to throw the, um, the what's the thing called again, the, um, the washcloth oh. onto the sh- shower wrap or whatever. Um, and so I started saying, oh, yeah, do it like this. And so I, I do mine a certain way. I fold it and I just flip it over or and whatever. You do
1: and do yeah, just, <laughs> and you just and think that it everyone over. does that. Just,
0: like, he didn't do this, but I've seen it where people ball shit up. Eric does it and blows my mind. <laughs> Blows my mind. and then I always end up having to bring that is it so
1: out. That's so nasty. Yes, look that at all so the mold that can get on that. You need yes. to bring that out, fold it neatly, let it dry and drip yes. correctly. Yes, oh. yes.
0: So oh. he luckily did not ball it up, but he would kind of just yaga yeah, just throw it on there. So he started folding it like me now. Um, one thing that he used to get annoyed with me about, and I, I remember me and my grandma used to share a bathroom and she would get mad with me about it too. And I just would be like, mm, whatever. <laughs> now I, 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 I learned the error in my ways, unfortunately after she has passed, but, uh, I didn't use to re- re- replace the toilet roll. Oh, I
1: hate that. <laughs>
0: I hate that. I didn't use to do it. And so I started doing it when I moved in with Dennis, but there might've been like, Maybe five or ten times that I didn't do it since we lived together but there was like 40 all the other 50 times that we've had to replace' I've, I've replaced it but those few ton times that I haven't done it that already had made an impression in Dennis's brain that
1: I don't replace the toilet paper roll and I you know to, to, but, but I used to be way worse about
0: it <laughs> way 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 worse about
1: it speaking of paper towel rolls like I, I do replace it because I hate that when it's not replaced. Yeah. But what I don't do is put extras underneath the sink. And I think that blows him because he'd be like, why didn't you just take three rolls and you should put three rolls of everything on <laughs> the thing so that you can always just open it up so you don't have to be like, Babe, can you pass it to me? It'll already be, ought to be yeah, right there. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I get it because my mom used to do that too. Like she yeah. always creating shit. So, you know, yeah. my mom, everything is the Bible. So she had like this. I don't know. What do you call it? It's like some tube shit oh, that yeah, she could yeah, put yeah. it down and she like wrapped it, put lace on it and put a <laughs> scripture on it so that it'll be right next to it so you can just, just yeah, take out yeah, your yeah, toilet paper yeah, yeah, rolls and shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, So, I mean, I do, Would y'all get one of those? Mom, I just don't want it to be next to the, the urine that splashes up. I ain't got time for that My mom shit. wants
1: me to get mm-hmm. one,
0: but I just feel like I just don't... It's,
1: Clutter. The bathroom's yeah, already small. It. Yeah. If, if it was a house, maybe I would consider it because it'll be a bigger bathroom, but... Right now, we in an apartment, so it's just like... Oh, girl, and we
0: had to t- talk about how to wash your clothes, too. Oh, yeah. Okay, because the mold smell. I remember, like, getting some moldy smells on the on the towels, and I would be like, no, no, no. <laughs> we are not about to have no moldy smells on our towels that we put in on our crotches.
1: Yes, Okay, no. so
0: <laughs> we had to get a specific... Um, th- there's a specific detergent I like to use, which is called Persil. And it's at CVS, and it's because my skin is sensitive, too, but it also has a scent to it that isn't um, harmful to skin, Mm. so it's still a fresh scent to it, because sometimes you could get the dye-free and all that stuff from Mm -hmm. Tide or whatever, and then it doesn't wash out any funk in your clothing Mm -hmm. but um that persil is dope for all of that um and also it seems to last so if you do let the towels linger a little bit in the washing machine the moldy smell doesn't build up as quickly so i'm such like if persil could sponsor us yes add that (laughs) to to the list of (laughs) douce and um, sprinkles cupcakes and martel okay that's our wish list right there along with others and uh, sprinkles, uh, ice cream sandwiches while we at it. So, <laughs> so, and meatballer hit us up. Cause we still trying to go there, but anyway, right. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Um, you know, that's something else that we had to learn to work with, you know, um, just that, that I would say the overall expectation versus reality is mm-hmm. that you think that, you know everything about your partner, but you don't. Like yeah, right don't. now, I got a whole bunch of clothes balled up in the closet that haven't been put away f- since this weekend. <laughs> and I do this every time I wash clothes. And Dennis has not lost his mind on me yet. So he's the goat. He's That's the goat.
1: Patience, though. He
0: is the goat. I do this every time. I try to put it in a little corner. And he is the goat, I swear, because he he takes that shit. Yep. (laughs) He just takes my shit and moves it to the side. I can tell my my boobie is a really neat person because he'll just take my shit and... Move it, Move it to, to the corner. side. Yeah, he'll just try to organize stuff. And then I'll complain because he's tall, so he'll put it in the sky. And then I can't find <laughs> it. I'm like, why would Dennis put this here or whatever? Like when he's trying to hide treats from me, like he was hiding them Snickers from me earlier. Ooh, that's so sweet. I had to <laughs> I had to take the little, see, I'm trash though, because I took the little tongs and I pulled it from the top <laughs> so I could get the Snickers. I should smack your hands right now. <laughs> But yeah, in a bad girl. that's the that's what I would say is overall the expectations versus the reality.
1: I have to agree. Um, my expectations of moving in, I feel like all the men I've ever dated were mm-hmm. all super super clean, and I'm like not the cleanest. You really? I mean, they have made me clean because they're so clean. So it was just like, a, oh, I don't mm-hmm. want to be that girl. It was inherited, right? Yeah. I don't want to yeah. be that girl. So um, now they have made me clean. And with him, he's like super organized with his shoes. So I'm hoping to be able to inherit some of those qualities too, like yeah. actually leave shoes in a box because right now my closet is trash. Oh yeah,
0: girl, I'm in the I'm in the transition period myself. Like we just opened up that bin so I could put my winter shoes in there because I I just had sandals oh, all over you the about floor. Oh, I do that for
1: shoes. That makes sense. Yeah,
0: yeah. I do that for clothes. You do that, but for I don't clothes? do that.
1: I never I thought started about doing that it for shoes. shoes
0: when I had to move into um my diff- my last apartment because it was like there's no way. I need to throw away shoes, because I really don't even wear those. Oh, yeah. I did that, too, before we moved in together. I did a nice little cleanse session um, with clothes and shoes, because it was like, girl, come on. You be having these shoes for eight years. Girl, I probably still got my... No, I think I finally gave away my ROTC shoes before I moved in here. That's how... (laughs) Girl, I had them ROTC shoes I in the closet forever. That's how trash I was with that shit. Ugh. Okay, I gave away a lot of shoes,
1: girl. <laughs> you just, I I, can't. you know, I'm a work
0: in progress. Yeah. I'm gonna pray for you. Yes, <laughs> but well, where I think where we fall short is where they they come in and where they fall short. We just had to have. Patience with them the same way they have patience, patience with, with us. us.
1: It's crazy how um, women are like the least patient mm-hmm. in the relationship versus mm-hmm. the men.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. we see any little pubic hair on the floor, we
1: wild it. Yeah. We are wildin Nah,
0: like, <laughs> like, and I, yeah, I mean that's a bad example because no, there's no, there's no excuse. Wash that shit up. But <laughs> because if we ain't doing that. At all, we shave some, we wash it all behind ourselves. The only you, time you that, that I can
1: wa- say that I messed up is when I'm washing my hair in the shower, and it's like yeah, hair that's in the a little
0: different. And I try to go, I, try I try to, to make clean sure up I soon. go back and right
1: just, get a little paper yeah, towel. Or yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. But that's, so that's the only time reason. that I have issues is mm-hmm. when I'm washing my hair in the shower. Yeah.
0: Other than that, ain't no pubes on the floor like At no, all. that's no? nasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if I, yeah, I know someone who did have the, and he wasn't my boyfriend, but he was. um someone Someone that lived with my boyfriend at the time and yeah (laughs) i'm gonna just leave it there because that was yeah that was traumatizing what was his name say big pun little brown hairs everywhere (laughs) (laughs) that was
1: scary Oh, that was gross. Yeah, I really don't be knowing lyrics. though <laughs> I don't be knowing lyrics, but now that you said like, "Ew." Yeah, that's nasty, that's right? That makes so much sense, but ew. I don't know what that
0: I we're going to have to look that up on Genius, but anyway. <laughs> we digress.
1: So we're yes. going to get
0: into the next segment. We're going to talk about um our well, next philanthropy yes, moment.
1: Our get up and get out, y'all. Get up, get out and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Because you and I got to
0: do for you and I. All right, so we're back. And this is our philanthropy moment, as you guys know. We love to um, highlight something about what's going on in the community or a, um, a business that's elevating the community or any philanthropy you know, news. So today we're going to talk about the Pro Bono Counseling Project, Ooh. which is based in Bowie, Maryland.
1: Okay, Bowie.
0: I see. Yes. That. And it is a free therapy service available to people who are sad, grieving, stressed, or want to make a change in their life. And it assists families, couples, and individuals. The reason why I brought this business up was because of the topic of our episode and how sometimes, even before marriage, it's really good, even especially before mm-hmm. marriage, um, for couples to get some sort of therapy. And sometimes you may feel like, you know, I just don't have the money. I don't know where to start. Does my insurance cover this? Right. Well, now you can contact the Pro Bono Counseling Project. Um, their mission is to ensure that Marylanders with limited resources requesting mental health care and provided access to uh, volunteer licensed mental health professionals and any other necessary supportive services. So you can call four one zero. 825-1001 for our confidential phone interview.
1: Yes, I yes. like that. And you can
0: also donate to them because they rely on your generous contributions to allow them to continue their services for clients in need. And you can also support if you are a therapist yourself by yes. helping them out.
1: Indeed.
0: So um, we are going to be a lot better about posting our philanthropy Moments oh, yes. starting next week uh, Starting next week <laughs> Freudian slip um, Starting tomorrow we'll be posting About that so And we also have another announcement Yes we do Yes we have been nominated For an E-Rock Award which is also known as Entrepreneurs Rock By the Ashley Agency Yeah so
1: follow them At the Ashley A-S- H-L-E-E agency.
0: Yes. And um, they are just highlighting entrepreneurs all in the area of the DMV um, and surrounding communities. And so it's not just podcasters like us. It's also-
1: Barbers,
0: uh, stylists, mm -hmm.
1: nail techs, um, you name it, they got it.
0: Right. Chefs. Um, and so I even saw a few familiar names in the listings. so that was nice to see some of our peers that we actually know in the in the listings for in the runnings for the nominations. and they will crown or <laughs> um, award one specific, Um, uh, project, group, person, or whatever business um, at the end of the award ceremony in June. But they will still highlight all the winners of each category. So you make sure you go to Cognac Cupcakes Conversations on Instagram and vote for us. We have the link in the bio. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to probably do a link tree because we're going to be promoting this episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Voters Rock. What is this? E-ro- Entrepreneurs E-rock. Rock. E-Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the Pro Bono Counseling Network <laughs> tomorrow. We got a lot so going on. We got a lot going, going
1: on. on. Yeah. So. so make sure y'all stay tuned. Follow us on all of our social media handles, especially this week, because this weekend is going to be super lit while we're yes. following the Something in the Water Festival So we're going to talk about all of our experiences when we come back, Mm -hmm. but at least you'll get a taste of it.
0: And we had a lot of um, ideas for some upcoming episodes, but we just actually want to ask you guys. What do you guys want to hear? Yeah, what do you want to hear us talk about? We have some suggestions to talk about weed legalization, so we're working on that. Um, A lot of people like
1: our sexual talk, so we're definitely going to have some sex toy
0: convos coming up. But um, anything, even related to those, if you want something specifically spoken on, please... Um, email us at conversations at gmail.com. That's correct. And Or DM us on IG or send us a message on Facebook. We're everywhere. Yeah,
1: so make sure you vote for us. Tag your favorite podcast, Cognac Cupcakes Conversations. Like you said, the link will be in the Mm -hmm. bio.
0: And we the first name on the list, so you can see when you go to our page, you'll see that we're the first ones on the list, so it's Mm -hmm. not hard to vote for us.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And make sure you like and subscribe on our itunes and spotify so you can always get the updates of when we have new posts yes indeed
0: um, yeah and google play and google Play can't play our android yes, listeners yes, yes. <laughs> you can tell we got iphones right
1: <laughs> until uh, then it's all love peace
0: and soul hair <laughs> grease peace out I'm y'all <laughs> bye it's, it's a fine. vibe